All right, all right. Welcome back to the Expert Edge. Uh, I was looking through the data on the podcast and some of the most downloaded episodes are all about beliefs and all about mindset work. So I wanted to do another episode about beliefs and about mindset work. I have a belief that mindset work is really practical. Sometimes people think, oh, talking about mindset is not that practical. For me, it's super practical. And I know shifting my mindset, shifting beliefs, taking on different beliefs has been one of the most powerful things I've done in my career in growing my business. And so today I talk about three beliefs that have served me really well, three beliefs that I learned early on in my career, uh, and then also one or two of them I, I kind of learned as I went along. So uh, I think you're going to find today really helpful. Now, if you do find it helpful, please leave a review. And if you leave a review, a written review, take a screenshot, send it to me in Instagram, and I'll send you over a course that normally I charge money for, uh, but I'll send it to you for free as a gift. And for those of you, if you haven't checked out yet, we've had uh, over a thousand people come through our new mini course, which is called the Conversion Story Formula. If you haven't checked that out yet, definitely check that out. It is an absolute steal. It's only $47. I honestly could charge $1,000 for it. Like it's that flipping good. So if you haven't yet, go and check out Conversion Story Formula. It's going to show you how to create your conversion story. That's the story you're going to share every time you speak on a webinar, on a presentation, or a Facebook Live, and you share it in a way that attracts the audience towards your offers. It's phenomenal. It's $47. It's insane. Uh, go and check it out, conversionstoryformula.com, and... Uh, It'll be a blast. Hey, let's get into today about three big ideas or three big beliefs that have made the difference for me in my business and my growth. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's have a conversation about beliefs and about how beliefs have shaped your life and how beliefs have shaped my life and the types of beliefs that when I was reflecting on uh, the journey that I've done in business over the last 13 years uh, and growing a successful expert business, I wanted to share with you three beliefs that have served me well over the years. And so first of all, let's just have a look at what a belief is. A belief is an assumption of something that is true, right? And it's, and it's an assumption. I say the word assumption because it's not necessarily always true, but it's this, it's, a belief is a sense of certainty that we have about something, right? So for me, I could believe that an airplane is safe, right? And another person could believe that an airplane is unsafe. And you know, we could probably, pr we could prove, we could prove both ways, right? We could prove both ways. But the crazy thing is that the beliefs that you have in your life uh, will direct the focus of your energy, it will direct the focus of your mind, and that directs the focus of your actions, and ultimately that affects your results. So for example, if I believe that selling is a, a service that I offer, to help people go to the next level, then selling for me will become a lot more easier 
But if I believe that selling is something that is pushy and salesy and sleazy, then selling is going to be something that I'm going to move away from. Does that make sense? And so now that's not the belief that I'm going to share today. But for any of you guys, if you're students, you know that that's one of my core beliefs in Sell From Stage Academy is that if you don't make that shift of that selling is serving, then you're not going to sell. And then inevitably, you're not going to grow your business. And then you're not going to help people, right? And the purpose of a business is to make money and to help people. And if you're not making money, then you're not going to be able to help people sustainably. And so this idea of a belief is that for me, a lot of the time, these beliefs, I've had to believe them despite the evidence. So in other words, some of these beliefs that I've believed, I've had to believe despite what my circumstances is saying or despite how I'm feeling, okay? And so these three beliefs are just simply three beliefs that I was reflecting on going, these are cool ones that I think can help you to go to the next level in terms of what you do. So the first belief is that whatever comes my way, I'm ready for. Uh, I remember for me when I first started out in my coaching business, I had many times where... I would have a new client say yes to me, say yes to the coaching. And I honestly was like, I don't think I'm ready for this client. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for them. I remember the first time I landed a speaking gig, a paid speaking gig. Uh, it was for Hewlett Packard. And I was I was 28 years old, so I was fairly young. Uh, and it was for 5,000 people in attendance for their global training day. And so I'm like a 28-year-old kid going... <laughs> what on earth? You know, like I got to speak to 5,000 people about human performance, right? The topic was around performance, human performance. Now, I had some great knowledge as a coach. I was doing coach training, right? So I was doing the work. I was doing the work. But this opportunity came up and it freaked me out. And one of the big beliefs that really I feel like served me well was this idea that whatever comes my way, I am ready for. And so what I mean by that is that there's going to be opportunities that come your way, that show up in your world that are going to feel like you're not ready for them. They're going to feel like, oh, this is too big for me, or I'm not prepared enough, or uh, it, maybe it's maybe it's doing your first presentation. Maybe it's doing your first you know, webinar. Um, I know for me, one of my beliefs is that if, if it's in my heart, if I have a desire for it, then it's in there for a reason. And so because of that, you know, I have permission to move forward towards it. I have permission to head towards it. And so this first belief of whatever comes my way, I'm ready for. In other words, I wouldn't have attracted it into my life if I wasn't ready for it already. One of the phrases I use is, you're ready, you're ready. <laughs> you're ready already. And uh, I remember doing a, a presentation many years ago to a youth group and I was talking about this idea of, of stepping into, you know, like this idea of faith, right? Stepping into a bigger faith version of yourself. And that was one of my first key points was you are ready already. You're ready already. And uh, why don't you even say that to you, to yourself? Say, I'm ready already. <laughs> right? I'm ready already. And so that's the first big idea is that you have to realize that you're ready already. I've had some opportunities come up over the last six months to coach uh, some of the some of the biggest names in the world. You know, people like Amy Porterfield, um, Anthony O'Neill, 
Uh, there's a few other names that I can't even mention yet because we're still in conversations. Uh, and massive, massive influential people who I've had the privilege of being able to advise on their speaking, on their events, on their webinars, on different elements of what they do. And to be quite frank, when people like that show up in your life, there's this sense of, wow, am I ready for this? And one of my core beliefs is that is that it showed up in my life because I am ready. It, it wouldn't have opened up as an opportunity if I wasn't ready for that. Now, for all of those experiences, working with those high-level people, the, the speaking engagement with HP, like they've all gone phenomenally, absolutely phenomenally. And if you haven't heard my episode on Amy Porterfield's podcast uh, just recently, uh, you can check out Amy, Porterf- Amy Porterfield's podcast uh, and uh, I, I just did an episode all about webinars, right? And she talked about how I've helped her with her presentations and speaking and stuff. So it's so cool. It's so cool. But it all came down to this belief that I was ready already. Like I was ready for that, that, that next thing. And so I wonder for you, I wonder what opportunity you've got in your heart and in your mind right now that you're telling yourself, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like you're telling yourself that. And I wonder if you would have just believed despite that feeling, despite that old thought, and you would just decide, you know what, I'm, I'm actually ready already. It wouldn't be in my heart if I wasn't ready for it. And that if I've attracted it into my life, if it's showing up in my life, then, then I, I'm capable of doing that as well as I can right now, right? And capable enough to actually succeed in it. So that's the first belief that has served me really well. The second belief is that, is that I can do anything I want. Now, I know that seems kind of simple. Uh, I can do anything I want and kind of broad. But what I mean by that is I think so often in our lives, we get really caught up in, in thinking, we get caught up in the how. So we go, oh, I can't do that. Or so we go, we think about a, a goal and then we go, yeah, but how, how can I do that? And then we get stuck on the how, we can't work it out and then we don't do it, right? And so I remember for us, you know, what was that, about seven years ago, my wife and I were talking about moving to the US and and that was, that was a big deal, right? Like moving our business, we had no real clients in the US and we decided to do the, do the move. We got over here, we, we set it all up and, you know, six years into it right now, I look back on this journey and I feel like we've had a real success. Um, you know, it's not easy to establish a, a, a foothold in the biggest market in the world. Uh, in the US in the personal development space. And, and I genuinely hand on heart feel like we've done that, like in terms of building true market leadership in terms of what we're doing. I'm incredibly proud of it. But but what's crazy is when I was going through this process, like there's been many ups and downs, right? It's not all rosy. Like there's been many ups and downs and challenges. To be quite frank, I didn't even have the idea of teaching selling on stage before I moved to the US, right? So that wasn't even a thing. I wasn't even teaching that, right? That came from this shift and this move and the market demand. And so what I'm saying here is that is that one of my reflections was I was living, I was sitting here, you know, in our in our house and I'm like, gosh, we can actually do anything we want. Like, you know, I could, if I wanted to move to Brazil and, you know, run a business, I could do that, right? And so often we get caught up in the how, I'm not going to move to Brazil, but but it's like, I could, right? If I, if I go, I want to move to Brazil, there's a way that if I decided to do that, I could find a way to do it. 
Some of you are like doing a certain type of business model in what you're delivering and you're like, oh, there's no way I could do, maybe, you, maybe you're doing one-on-one stuff and you wanna do group stuff and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can be able to do that. Like you can do anything you want. Now, is it always gonna be a success right away? No, I've had many times. In fact, I've launched group coaching programs. Can I let you in on a secret? I've launched group coaching programs before, many years ago, where I launched it as a group coaching program and I had one person join. <laughs> like, like think about the worst nightmare of a group coaching program is having one person in it. <laughs> so I'm running it as a group coaching program with one person in it. I, and do you know what's cool? I ended up contacting the person going, look, dude, there's only one person in this group. <laughs> And it's you, right? And uh, we had a great chat. That guy ended up becoming a client in a, in a higher in a higher level program that I launched later on. We've become great friends, and he's still in our elite coaching program. And he's just phenomenal. He's just a great dude, right? He's been a client for almost five years now. He just keeps on joining, keeps on being a part of it, right? He's a great great dude. And so uh, his name's Ian, and. Uh, Shout out to you, Ian. So how cool is that, right? Like, so I just think that, you know, when you when you do stuff, you can do anything you want. And some of you are telling you telling yourself that you can't. And one of my beliefs is that, you know, I can I can do like if I want to become a real estate agent, I could do that, right? I just have this belief that I can just I can do I could do anything I want. Now, would that be a great career move in terms of my skill set? And what I'm, you know, what I'm wired to do, I'm, I'm not going to say yes or no for that, right? You got to answer that question for you. But if I want to be a real estate agent, I could be a real estate agent. And so I just have this belief that I could do whatever I want. Now, I think you do have to consider what your skill sets are and what your, you know, what your passions are and all that sort of stuff. But what I'm saying is that so often we just get caught up in, in telling ourselves, oh, I, I just, I can't do that because we get stuck in the how, right? That's the big, that's the big secret here is that we get stuck in the how, so you have to, the most successful people let the how simmer. They let the how just simmer for, for a bit and they just take little steps towards it, right? Each day they just take little steps and sometimes really courageous steps as well, but they don't get caught up in that in that sense of, oh, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Then, then So I'm not going to be able to do it. So that's the second big belief is just that I can do anything I want, right? And uh, that's been a gradual belief that I've learned to believe. But realizing, I think for me, moving our company from Australia to the US was one of the biggest things. And I wonder in your life, has, what sort of changes, shifts you've made in your career, maybe in your relationships, where you've never thought that you would make those changes in your career or life or relationships. And it's like, you've made those changes. And it's like, you realize you can do a lot more than you realize. You can, you can do anything you want, right? So that's the second big belief that has helped me uh, to shift. The third big belief is actually about money. And one of the big, one of the big beliefs that I, I would say that has grown a lot in me is that money responds to flow. And what I mean by that is so often, I feel like we, um, when we get money, we try to hang on to it all the time. And I've been doing a lot of reading about wealth creation, wealth thinking, and, and a lot of conversations with people. And the most successful people really don't hang on to money tightly. If you think about this, if you're having a conversation with any sort of salesperson, if you sniff that they are desperate to get you in, what happens to you? You don't lean forward into it, right? You lean away from it. You're like, oh, actually, uh, I'm going to pull out, right? 
where it's the people who don't need your 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 work, don't need your money. They don't need your money, right? If this is a good fit, if it's a right fit, then come and join. If not, like go somewhere else, right? <laughs> There's this sense of, well, hang on. Actually, I, I think I do want to join, right? So it's been so funny so often. I've said to clients, you know what? I, I don't think that this is, you know, I don't think you're ready for this, right? There'll be a program that I'll offer. And I'll say, you know, I don't think you're ready for this. And then they're like trying to convince me. No, no, no. I am ready for this. Let me give you the money, right? <laughs> because it's like, I'm saying, I don't, I don't want your money. And I don't think you're ready for this, right? Because when there's a desperation in, in yourself for money, then you you actually repel the very thing that you want. It's almost like an insecurity, right? When if you remember back in the school days, when someone's like, you can just tell, like they're a little bit insecure about something, right? And the very thing that they want, right? When I was when I was in school, I remember like people would say, oh, you're a desperado, right? Like too desperate, right? And it's like they're so desperate that they repel the very thing that they want. And so when it comes to money. That happens exactly the same way. And so the question is, if you don't have many clients, how do you get into that space? Like, how do you get into that place? Well, for me, one of the ways that I did it was I actually just brought on a whole bunch of free clients. And so for me, I actually filled my schedule when I first started with free clients. And so I had a full coaching load of 10 or 12 coaching clients that were free. Now they very quickly turned into paid. I think within like about six weeks, I had a, you know, a, I had multiple paying clients because I started with free. And there was this sense of like, I don't have, I don't just have an open calendar, right? Like you have to be able to work with me and my calendar to be able to get in. And so this idea of that money responds to flow is that we need to like let go of holding on to money tightly. And I'm speaking to myself and to, you know, everyone here is that when you feel that sense of like holding on, you're actually going to repel the very thing. The other thing that's helped me a lot is actually giving away money. And so it's really fascinating. Like if you study a lot of wealth creation, they talk away like they talk about like giving away a percentage of your wealth, whether and a lot of the time it's 10%. So they say give away 10% of your income. And it's almost like declaring to yourself that, you know what, I don't need everything that I have. And it's like, it's almost like magical, like stuff, just opportunities just start opening up like magic. I know for me, over the last couple of years, we've gotten more and more generous with our giving, right? And I don't like advertise it or anything like that, but we give away a significant amount of money each year. And the more money I've given away, the more money I've attracted, the more money I've made in my business. And so one of the cool things to do, if you're in a place where you're really struggling, now, this is not financial advice. You can do whatever the heck you want, right? Um, but this is what I do, right? Is that for me, when I'm a real tight financial space, I will give some money away. Like I'll literally, and this is something, to be honest, that I learned from my wife a lot. She's incredible at this sort of stuff. She's got a, an incredible abundance mentality. She's like, let's give some money away. Like if we're tight, we're like, let's give some money away. And it doesn't have to be much or whatever it, whatever it is for you. But it's like you're declaring to yourself, to the world, uh, that that you don't need everything that you have, right? You're declaring it. And when you do that, there's something that shifts energetically in you where you start attracting different things into your world because you already have abundance. And these, so these are three beliefs for me that have created financial success, 
business success and just just success in it in my life as I've been growing, right? And so the three beliefs we are, whatever comes my way, I'm ready for. Number two, I can do anything I want. Uh, you can literally do anything you want, so much more than you realize. And number three, that money responds to flow. Like don't hang on to your money, let some of it go and you'll get more of it back. And these three ideas have served me so well. Hey, if this has been really helpful, can you do a favor for me? Could you share this with one or two of your friends? Maybe you maybe you felt like that, wow, this one of my friends would really love these ideas. This would really help them with their thinking or whatever it is. Just use the share button and text one or two of your friends. I know for me, when one of my friends texts me a podcast, I will always listen to it. I'll be like, oh my gosh, definitely I'm gonna listen to that. So could you do a favor for me? Could you text one or two of your friends? And if you could leave a review, a written review, if you haven't yet, leave a written review. And if you do, send me a DM in uh, Instagram and I'll give you access to one of, to, a, to a course that we normally charge money for, but I'll give it to you for free, right? Um, so do a screenshot of your review and send it to me and also post it, post it in your stories and send it to me in my DMs and I'll give you a course that we normally charge for and you'll get it for free. It's one of our, one of our marketing courses. So, hey, I hope this has been helpful. I trust you are a subscriber. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not. Bless you guys. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, Make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.